0: Today's episode is presented by The Skin Store. For over 20 years, The Skin Store has been the number one destination for premium skincare, hair care, and beauty products. With over 8,000 different products from 300 different brands, The Skin Store has you covered for all of your hair, cosmetic supplements, and skincare needs. Find your favorite brands like Elta MD, New Face, and Olaplex, which is that huge shampoo and conditioner that everyone's talking about on TikTok, and more, all in one place with gifts with every purchase. Right now, the Skin Store is offering y'all 20% off your next purchase by using the code POD. That's code POD, P O D, for 20% off your next purchase at the skinstore.com/pod.list. Skin Store have the confidence to tackle the day ahead. Exclusions apply. You guys, you are listening to the She's Going Places podcast. I'm your host, Taylor, and welcome back to another Wednesday. If you're new here, I am so, so, so thankful for your support of the show and that you're deciding to download one of our episodes. You are so welcome here, and I'm so glad to have each and every one of you listening. If you are She's Going Places regular, hi, welcome. You know the drill. I am so thankful thankful for your continued support of the show. I seriously cannot believe that it's almost been a year of She's Going Places. If you have been here this long, honestly I can't even like think, if you honestly have been here since like May or June when we started the show, please go DM me on the at She's Going Places Instagram and just let me know because that actually blows my mind. Today we are going to be talking about the Enneagram. We are continuing our Enneagram series and today we are talking about the Enneagram type We've already done episodes on Enneagram 2 and Enneagram 3. So if you haven't heard those, you definitely need to go back and listen to those. They are seriously so amazing. If you guys don't know what the Enneagram is, the Enneagram is basically a personality spectrum of all of these different facets of personalities, and it basically shows you like what your core fear is, what your like deep rooted desires are. It's a really cool thing. Definitely go check it out, figure out your Enneagram type. But basically what I've been doing is assembling panels of this Enneagram type. And having normal people with normal life individual experiences. And I'm reading assumptions about the Enneagram type or the classic stereotypes or cliches, whatever it might be. And all these people are coming on here and being so honest and transparent. And they're sharing their experience as this Enneagram type. And you're really getting to see this type through their lens. So huge shout out to Katie and Hannah and Belle. Y'all absolutely killed it this week. They were... They were seriously so amazing, and they shared so much, and I'm so, so, so thankful for them. They're absolute rock stars. So I'm really excited for you guys to listen to this episode. They shared a lot. They were so vulnerable. And you're going to learn a lot about Enneagram 4s. I know I learned a lot about Enneagram 4s. You're going to hear me in the episode. Like be shocked by some of the things that they say. So definitely it'll keep you on the edge of your seat. It is so, so, so interesting. So stay tuned. You have to listen to this episode. It's a great one. But before we get started, I'm just going to say you need to go ahead and follow us on all of our social media so you can stay up to date on everything that's going on, all things She's Going Places. So at She's Going Places podcast on Instagram and we actually have a TikTok. It's also at She's Going Places Podcast. You need to go check it out. We're Pumping content on TikTok, and so I'd really appreciate you guys going and following us over there. I'm super excited, but really, social media is where I like share everything about the show. We do a lot of fun content, and so you really don't want to be missing out. If you haven't gotten a chance to yet, go down below. And if you like know you're gonna love this episode, or maybe you've been hanging at Shoes Going Places for a while and you haven't yet, you need to go review the show. Seriously, reading reviews. Makes me want to cry. There's really no other word for it. You guys make my day with these reviews. Like I will literally just sit there and look at them and just like my heart will melt when I see your reviews. So if you have it in ya, please go down below, give us five stars, leave a review. It helps so much to promote the show. It helps with the ranking of the show, and it helps Apple Podcasts know that you love the show. And then they push the show to more people, so more people can have she's going places. And so we love a world with more she's going places. Am I right? Yes. We're right. And so definitely go do that. Last announcement before I'm going to send you into the episode. I know. I know. But if you haven't heard yet, Cheese Going Places dropped their first merchandise item. We have stickers. It's called the Star Collection. It's three custom stickers that you seriously need to have. They're the best stickers ever. They're so, so, so cute. One has the logo. The other two are less branded, but they're so cute. And it's like the perfect addition to your water bottle, your laptop. I have them on both um definitely go check them out it's only seven dollars and fifty cents for the entire pack including shipping so you need to have them they won't be for sale too too much longer and so you definitely need to go buy them while you can and it seriously would mean like so much to me if you guys could support us in that way because y'all are the best and y'all represent she's going places so so well okay i'll shut up enjoy the episode enneagram four let's go
1: Okay. Do you guys want to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Hannah. I am an Enneagram Four Wing Three, and I met Taylor through suffering through our advertising <laughs> exactly, class. Exactly. Yes. And um, student government. Hmm.
2: Hi, I'm Katie. I am a Four Wing Three,
3: and I met Taylor through our sorority, and we just are good buddies. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, I'm Belle, Um, I'm 4Wing5, and I met Taylor also through our sorority, um, and she was one of the people who um, really kicked it off when I first got
0: Oh Yeah, I was your, I I think I was your alpha group leader. Oh yeah. Yeah, super fun. Okay, so you guys know the drill, we're going to just go through some assumptions about Enneagram 4s, you'll react and say if that applies to you or if it doesn't apply to you, don't be afraid if it doesn't. Um, And you're just going to share your experience as a four. So we're going to start it off. It's going to be super surface level, and it will slowly get deeper and deeper. Okay, first question. You are a creative person. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Yes.
3: Yeah, for sure. I personally, I feel like I kind of embody sometimes the stereotype because, like, I danced in high school. That was a big thing for me. And I'm a big kind of art girl. I always... Like, that's my outlet is art or doing mm-hmm. something artistic. Um, so I guess I'm kind of, like, that stereotype. But I know a lot of people who are fours who aren't that stereotype right. at the same time.
2: I think I'm too busy to be creative. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but True. I'm trying. It's, like, I think I find, like, outlets for it, though, with what I'm doing. Like, mm-hmm. with my positions and things like that. Like, I can be more creative in what I'm doing. Got it. And, like, problem solving, if that makes sense. Instead of just, like... I do like to paint.
1: <laughs> Thank <like> you.
2: <laughs> what about you, Hannah?
1: Yes, I <laughs> I'm kind of dabbled in it all, I feel like, yeah. except I think I want to be a really good dancer, but it just isn't going to work out that way. <laughs> yeah. no. um, but I did do, I was kind of like, the art girl in like high school okay. people would be like oh can you like help me with this poster like mm-hmm. if you're artistic can you do that and I like kind of before I knew the any was I was like wow like I don't know why I'm the only person I'm not art girl. Like, I. <laughs> <laughs> but um and then I kind of moved on to music and like high school and stuff and just sort of kept with that college kind of relating to what Katie said mm-hmm. I've been busy. a little busy and I kind of chose a major that's like you can either be really creative mm-hmm. or you cannot be it, yeah kind of been stuck in situations where I haven't been able to like express my creativity but now so. you do like
0: graphic like there's like different forms where you just maybe don't even think it comes out yes mm-hmm. yeah
1: but I think post-grad I'm definitely going to try to take up some like hobbies that yeah <laughs> we love that so
0: in general you guys would say you love to create things yes yes, yes. okay you have a distinct sense of fashion nope.
1: no no <laughs> I don't at
2: least mm-hmm. I'm in between I like want to be cool with fashion mm. but like I don't have the money to be cool with okay, fashion fair enough. And I'm Sweet. trying I really right. hard but like I think I do have my own like unique sense of style but mm-hmm. it's not necessarily like the
3: unique like sense of, you know. Uh-huh. I
2: mean.
3: Um so I would definitely say yes. Um you know like some days I have lazy days where I just wear t-shirt and shorts kind of thing or I just roll out of bed. Um but I would say that Fashion is, like, another way that I get to express myself, so um, I am big into, like, bell-bottoms, anything colorful, anything rainbow. Um, For my birthday a couple weeks ago, I wore a zebra top and um, zebra bell-bottoms, so I don't know. I just like to be out there, so, yeah.
0: Definitely not (laughs) something that I would wear. Thank you. Okay. What do you guys think about trends? like fashion trends
1: or like things that are trendy do you like them do you not like them so I actually think I kind of go against the 4 uh-huh. type because I actually do tend to like things that are like in style at the certain time or like trends mm-hmm. um and I kind of try to like look to different people for like style ideas okay. too which I feel like kind of takes away from like the wanting to be individual but mm-hmm. like I don't really fashion doesn't come naturally to me right so like I know like I could dress like Princess Diana every day. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. <goodness. laughs> so so I had to put that in there stop. somewhere. You're like, like, "Hi, honey, I mean, love you, <laughs> much. But, you know, We need to talk about that
2: later. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. I like trends. Okay. But it depends on what trend it is. Yeah. If that makes sense. I also think it goes back to like wanting to be seen, though, mm-hmm. because like when I am like wearing something that everyone else is wearing, I feel like I kind of like fit in. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. You don't like fitting in. I do like fitting in. But I don't like, it's a very mm-hmm. complex right. situation, yeah. we'll probably get
3: into later. Yeah. So. <laughs> but I like trends too, but like sometimes I want to be the trend starter. Okay. So like sometimes, like if it's a trend that like every single person is doing, kind of like hokas now, you okay. know, I mean, I love my hokas, I wear them mm-hmm. all the time, but like sometimes I like to do trends that like just influencers or famous people okay. are doing, mm-hmm. and then my friends are like, oh, okay, oh, you know that makes more sense I like that
0: you have rare interests (laughs) like the things that you're into are rare I
1: wouldn't say rare but I
0: would say niche okay for sure um (laughs)
1: it's kind of embarrassing to get into it I guess but (laughs) but like I know like a lot of times like I will trying to think of a good example like I think a lot of my friends are like oh my gosh like i have you seen the Harry Styles, like, video, and I'm, mm-hmm. like, boring. Let's watch Finn with the Opera, like, 16,000 like, that's kind of what I want I that. No one that. else likes what I like. It feels okay. like people love that, but, you know, I'm trying to say mm-hmm. it's, like, not yeah, as much like, – Not it's as common. Kind of take it to a bad level. <laughs> yeah,
2: I fixate on things and just only, like, with music. I'll listen to one playlist for, like, four months type yeah. of thing, but, like, I'll be very, like – Like, right now I'm really into the royal family for no reason at all. Like, just, like – just stumbled upon <laughs> it. I'm really into it. In, Just so hard like, sparkle. I like mm-hmm. to knit too. So yes, I you do. Like she Disney does love to knit. Like, I don't know. There's <laughs> random things that I like a lot. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah,
3: yeah. I am um, oddly obsessed with the countries Ireland and Scotland. Okay, um, and like mm-hmm. I am Irish and Scottish, but at the same time, like I'm not like directly from there, and like my friends give me so much crap for it. I don't know, but. That's just something that I love. Oh, yeah.
0: So Okay. So you guys definitely validated that. Uh-huh. <laughs> this one's gonna make you laugh. You love art. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: I like to look at art.
0: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like really just can't relate with you at I all. Just, right now. I just
2: really love it. I mm-hmm. do. I took an art history class in high school.
0: Just and for so, fun.
2: Yeah, for fun. I didn't need it as credits or anything. I just thought it was interesting. Mm-hmm. And then I went on a trip with my
1: dad to look at art in Europe. I love so it. So, I
2: love it. Oh mm-hmm.
1: You're like, oh, I love it. I do I do love art a lot. I know, mm-hmm. like, I used to, um, before COVID, I liked to go to New York, like, once a year. And, like, trying to go to the MoMA every time was, like... You're like this is my moment. I kind of miss the last couple times I went, but like going. I remember the first time I saw the the original Van Gogh, like Starry Night, in there. I like freaked out, and all my friends in high school were like, "Why are you like? Why like calm down?" I was Mm -hmm. like, "Do you realize what this is?" (laughs) But yeah, okay, awesome.
0: Now, now we're going a little bit, just a little bit deeper. You are self-aware, almost to a fault. yeah Yeah. Yeah.
3: I think when I'm really healthy I definitely am um and I think a lot of times I'll like do an action or something that's just I just like explain it as just like a bell thing mm-hmm. you know and then like a lot of my friends will be like what are you doing or like yeah. you're so weird or something mm-hmm. and then I fix it on that okay and that's something that like the I, feedback like, that struggle you get with it a lot yeah mm-hmm.
2: but I agree I'm I'm like literally probably gonna go home after this podcast and uh-huh. think about everything I just said and mm-hmm. dissect it mm-hmm. and be aware of when I was weird okay. or when I wasn't like doing what I wanted to do or getting my point across. Right. Or like maybe offending someone. Even mm-hmm. though what I say most of the time isn't offensive, <laughs> mm-hmm. I get really worried. So yeah. I'm very self aware in that like way that it makes it hard to open up sometimes. Okay. Mm-hmm. What about you, Hannah?
1: I just, I'm very self aware of what I'm feeling like almost immediately. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, like, the ugly truth will kind of come out in my brain, but I can't, like, really tell people about it. And, like, I know, like, sometimes four struggle a lot with envy, or, like, jealousy. And that's, like, kind of like a very prominent issue that I deal mm-hmm. with a lot. And so, knowing when those, like, feelings arise is kind of a struggle because, like, Kind of like how Katie was saying, I'm going to think about everything I said in this podcast. Mm-hmm. It's like that every day. Was like, oh, did I say something that kind of like gave away the fact that I'm okay. being interesting? I don't know if that made any sense. No, but <laughs> I
0: definitely, because basically when I'm hearing you say that, it's like, you're so aware of like what your heart posture and what your position is. Whereas maybe I'll just like beat bop through the day and I don't realize like, Oh, that was all because I'm being prideful. I just don't think about that. Whereas, while you're communicating, you're like, "Oh my gosh, everyone's gonna know that I'm jealous about this." Yes, yeah, it's just like I
1: know it so well about me on the inside that I think everyone can read it on my oh, face. Oh, interesting. And then I kind of, I kind of hold my friends like that same standard where I'm like, "Oh, they must be feeling this way because <gasps> yeah. that's how I would act if I was." Interesting. Doing that Do
0: you know. think because of how? self-aware you are about yourself you expect others to be just as self-aware yes and i run
1: into a lot of problems with people like because of that i feel like
0: do you think anyone in your life is as self-aware as you
2: no
1: no i really don't <laughs> yeah and no the that's
0: okay. I okay that is
2: because when i like for example when i say something that i don't think i should have said i'll text people or like reach out to them and be like i'm so sorry i said this did it yeah. hurt you i can't believe you thought i was feeling that way and then they're like no what are you talking about? <laughs> are they just more yeah. They're I'm just like, like, I don't oh. even
0: remember you ever yeah. saying that to me.
1: Yeah.
0: Interesting. Would you consider yourself authentic?
1: Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs>
0: Confident, yes.
1: Slower, yes. Yeah. Why? I just – part of it is because I feel like people receive you better if you're just straight up, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I'm trying to think – like, I know, like, I, I used to work at um, – a cookie bakery in town. I don't know if I can say <laughs> 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 No <boring promo. laughs> But um, there was one day where I was having a really horrible day on my first time working with these two girls, and they kept me like, are you okay? And I was just like, No. I'm not okay, you oh, see? And they were like, oh, and they're like some of my best friends. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I think that like me being just like vulnerable up front kind of made people more like warm to me. Yeah. And like they could trust me more. That's myself. definitely
0: how I feel. Like with our relationship, like when I first met you, you were just so authentic that I was like, oh my gosh. Like, because for me as a three, like it's, you're very chameleon. Like you can manipulate everyone. You're constantly like, you're, if you listen to the three episodes, we talked about pretty vulnerability. Or, like, mm-hmm. authenticity where it's just, like, oh, yeah, I'm really sure. But you're not actually sharing the things because right. that makes you so vulnerable. Whereas right. you were just genuinely authentic. And I was, like, oh.
1: like people do that. <laughs> I also just can't really turn off. Like, mm-hmm. my feelings are what I am. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. I was hesitant because, like, I, I feel the same way
1: mm-hmm.
2: where my – I just lost my train of thought. But my feelings mm-hmm. are who I am. And so I am very, like – I tell it as it is. Yes, you do. I really do.
0: She's so blunt, guys. I am <laughs>
2: blunt. and But sometimes, like, that three part of me is what you were just saying. Like, mm-hmm. I want to fit the room and yes. fit the people who I'm with. And sometimes I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to walk into this friendship and not say what, like, be authentic until mm-hmm. they're authentic with me. Yes. Or
3: they're, like, opening that door for me to mm-hmm. be
2: vulnerable. Yeah. If that makes sense.
3: Yeah. I, like, I honestly would probably be like 100% authentic myself all the time um but like in the past I've had a lot of people just because like I'm I do weird stuff they're like you're weird you know kind of thing yeah which like I've kind of like been lately like okay with that and just realized that I'm not going to get along perfectly (laughs) with everyone yeah um but like a lot of the time I feel like with some certain people, like, I can't be my full self um, just because, like, I'll be perceived as weird or whatever it is. Yeah. But then there are some people who, like, I'm just 100% bell. So, mm-hmm. yeah. That's awesome.
0: Do you view yourself as unusual and, to clarify, as different from other people? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Why? How?
3: Honestly, in, like, most aspects of life... I just, I just feel like I handle things very differently, and, like, I've realized that a lot in college, especially just being so close and having such tight-knit friendships that you deal with every day. Um, just, like, the way my mind works is so very different from other people's, and mm-hmm. it's not just, like, oh, I wear different things or I say different things or whatever. It's, like, truly how my brain works and how, like, I see life. I feel like I'm a I'm a big optimist, um, which can be good, but it can also be bad because, like, half of my friends are, like, big-time realists. So mm-hmm. we just, like, kind of tend to butt heads sometimes just because we think different ways. Yeah.
2: But. yeah. I think I feel things to the fullest and okay.
3: like,
2: really, like – I can – it's not even that I'm emotional, but, like, I feel every emotion to the, like, fullest capacity I can. Mm-hmm. So I think that makes me feel different – I don't know if it is a different quality and if other okay. people experience that, but it makes me feel different that I get so angry about certain—not even like a like rage thing, mm-hmm. but like certain things just like make me angry, mm-hmm. like really easily. Um, or I'll be like really, really sad. Yeah, and I feel it to the like every piece of me feels that I'm sad. Okay, if that makes sense. So I'm not like—I don't know if other people feel that way or if it's just me. I'm sure my four friends. <laughs> feel <that> way, but- <laughs> That's just why I think I'm different. Mm-hmm.
0: Think so. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what about you? Do you think, and to kind of rephrase the question, is more so it's like, do you view yourself as like, like you as a person, do you think that like characteristics of yourself, not even just like how you perceive the world, it's just like you feel different from the people that you're around?
1: Yes, I do. I do think like it is sort of a, a, like they said, like I have a talent for making friends with people who don't feel as deeply as I do. and mm-hmm. There's not anything wrong with them. It's just... I do feel different for that reason, because I am, like, oh, I have to make sure I don't watch this certain thing or listen to certain kind of music, because I will be affected by this, yeah. and they might not be, but, like, I will, mm-hmm. and I think when it comes to, like, other qualities, like, I'm kind of, like, yeah, I do, I just have always kind of known that I'm this, mm-hmm. like, I'm kind of in this bubble, where yeah. it's, like, people can be my friend, and they, will like, they know me, but I, I don't really ever truly feel like they Really know, know me. you. Yeah. Okay. There's always a part of like a four, I feel like, that we feel like we're keeping from like the world. Mm-hmm. We don't know how to like show it or get it to where they'll understand it. Is that mm-hmm. making sense? And that might not even be true, but it's just sort of like something that like, I've noticed in myself. I don't know if y'all feel that way too, but I feel yeah. the bubble. <laughs>
3: yeah. I feel yeah. the bubble. <laughs> For sure.
1: Yeah. I was interested by what you said about like,
0: can like, you have to be careful what music you listen to or things you watch. So, like, kind of taking that to Belle and Katie. Do you agree with that? Like, Do you have to be careful about, like, when you listen to certain – like, that it will actually deeply affect your day?
2: Yes. I can't listen to Folklore, like Taylor Swift's <laughs> album, without, like, really, really feeling all the emotions that are in that album or really any Taylor Swift song at all. It's like if I'm really feeling an emotion – I just, like, I listen to Taylor Swift and I scream it out because mm-hmm. that's just, I feel like a lot of people do that. Yeah. But the emotions that I feel when I listen to her songs, <laughs> just, it makes me feel good though. Like, it's not even mm-hmm. a, like, weird, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to listen to this because I'm sad and wall in mm-hmm. my sadness. Like, living that out makes
3: me feel better. And, like, makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, um, I have to skip several John Mayer songs um just because, like, I can listen to it for just, like, the quality of the music and be like, oh, it's just a good song. Mm-hmm. But, like, if I actually listen to the lyrics and, like, listen mm-hmm. to what the song's about, like, I'll start crying or something. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't mm-hmm. listen to it. I have to skip it, so.
0: It's so funny because I have a feel... I'm doing quotation marks. A feeling your feelings playlist and I, like, listen to it for fun. Like, if I'm like, <laughs> oh, I just want to... <laughs> Like, yeah, I'm like, oh, I just all want... too real here. <laughs> I, just- I was like, oh, I'm just going to vibe. Like, and people would be like, why are you playing the on? I'm like, I don't know. It's just vibe. And then it's just, like, yeah. like, these really slow, melodic songs. And then, like, I'll, like, drive my, like, three-minute commute to campus, and I'm just like, okay, have a good day. Close my door.
1: It's no, actually no. so funny, too, because one of my roommates and my best friend, she's an eight... And she, all her music is, like, slow and kind of sad. And she goes, I like it because it, like, allows me to feel these things. And I'm like, I don't like it because I always feel these things. And I can't run away from it. So it's, yeah, it's kind of a struggle. Yeah,
0: that's so interesting. Okay, do you think that you amplify your uniqueness? Like, almost to an extent where you're like, I need to show you how different I am. Or like, oh, this is the one thing that makes me different from you. So let me really share it. Like...
2: Yes. Okay. I do that all the time and mixed with a three wing, it's really dangerous Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. even like running for positions or like- interesting. Being like compared to someone else, I'm like, oh, well I have this and she doesn't. I do this and she doesn't. Even if it's just like justifying it to myself. I don't know in conversations with people, I probably do that. Like low key, just like slipping under the table, but I don't think Mm -hmm. it's like something I intentionally do.
3: But- Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I used to do that a lot. um, But now I kind of, I guess it's, like, the wing five, I guess. Because, like, threes, I feel like, care a lot about, like, their outward appearance Mm -hmm. and that kind of thing. And, like, obviously, like, I love if, like, I'm wearing something and someone compliments me or something. But I kind of just, like, I do compare myself to people a lot. But at the same time, I kind of just do my own thing just Mm because I want to. Yeah. And, like, just because other people are doing their own things and stuff like I think I'm unique just because that's how I am um but and like I do want to fit in but at the same time like I feel like I don't force it on other people as much Mm -hmm. just because like I just do my own thing and if they don't like care about me being unique or don't like want me to be unique or something Mm -hmm. like that I just be like okay whatever and just like Mm -hmm. go do my thing
0: so yeah Do you guys think that you're motivated by your individuality? No?
1: I don't really think so. I can't really think of anything that would allude to that in my Mm -hmm. life at least. I don't know.
2: I do. Okay. I don't know. I like to be the best. Mm -hmm. And I like to be the most unique. I like to be the one person in the room that's like, oh, she's that. Mm -hmm. Wow, look at her. Yeah. And (laughs) I, every most situations in my life were like that. Mm Mm-hmm. Not intentionally, it's just, like, that's the way that I think.
0: Yeah, and, like, with the, in, like, going from, like, an, in, like, inwardly motivated, mm-hmm. not even just, like, motivated to, be like, oh, I want to get this position, or I want to, like, get this grade, like, when you're thinking about, like, what, like, lights a fire under your butt, mm-hmm. is your individuality a part of that?
1: I mean, I think that I have certain goals and, like, dreams that I want to achieve that, like, not many other people okay. would probably, like, mm-hmm. feel that way about, um, but I don't really think it's kind of one of those things where it's, like, oh, like, I want to, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but, like, yeah. I, I want people to see how, like, original this idea is. It's it's appreciated if they do recognize that, mm-hmm. but I don't know if I necessarily, like, think about it consciously mm-hmm. all the time, so... Right.
2: I think I, I don't know. I had a conversation today about this, about not even about fours, but I was talking to someone about my profession where I'm going to be, hopefully, fingers crossed, a speech language pathologist. We're talking about how everyone wants to do kind of like the same thing in our profession. And I was like, I don't, I want to research. Mm -hmm. I want to do this and I want to do that. And everyone's like, Oh yeah, that's so cool. That's, that's so so, like different. Yeah. I, I can relate to that. I yeah, can like, I, relate to and that. I wanna be individual in my decisions that I make and okay. where I'm going and like my dreams mm-hmm. and stuff,
1: but yeah. I don't know if it's like the main motivator.
2: Yeah, it's when worded hard.
1: like that, that's something I can 100% relate to that. I mean, okay. it's like, I'm a journalism major, but mm-hmm. I focus in broadcast so I could work for, like, Jimmy Fallon. Right. Not so I could do the news. Uh-huh. So that's kind mm-hmm. of where I can relate to that. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm still not working for Jimmy Fallon, so if he so, hears this, so, he like, consider yeah. me. Yeah, so if, like, anyone
0: knows anyone who works for The Tonight Show, please send an email to podcast at gmail.com. Thank you. <laughs> Hey guys, super quick interrupting this week's episode to remind you guys the Star Collection sticker pack is out and available for purchase. It is a three-sticker sticker pack for only seven dollars and fifty cents, including shipping. That is seriously such a good deal. If you think about ordering stickers on Redbubble or anywhere else, stickers are about three dollars a piece. And so these stickers are custom designed. They're super cute, perfect for your laptop, your water bottle, your car. As far as I'm concerned, I'm pretty sure they're water resistant. It has survived my water bottle for weeks. They're adorable. The feedback that I've gotten on them has been so great. I'm so excited to, for all of you to get your hands on them. So you need to go check out these stickers. Seriously, they are my baby. So. The link to order them will be in the show notes, or you can head over to at She's Going Places podcast on Instagram and click the link in the bio to go order the stickers. Seriously, you guys won't regret it. It's the first SGP merch launch ever, and it would seriously mean the world if you would support. Okay, back to the episode.
1: <laughs> That's hilarious.
0: Um, <laughs> you have a good handle on your emotions. I've gotten there with maturity.
3: Mm. Yes. Yeah, I feel like when I'm healthy, I do. Um, Like, I know what emotion I'm feeling. But like, sometimes when I'm unhealthy, like last semester, I was like, kind of unhealthy. And I feel like I was feeling all these things and people were not understanding the feeling I was feeling or why I was feeling it. Um, And I also just kind of wanted to do things my own way. And so I would get frustrated. And I think that I realized what emotion I was feeling, but I didn't know how to like actively go about um, like fixing whatever yeah. I needed or doing whatever I needed. But I feel like now that I'm like, I feel like I'm healthy right now. I could not be. I don't know. But I feel like now I can see what emotion I'm feeling and be like, okay, this is what I need to do about it. Mm-hmm. So That's good. I feel like when we're unhealthy, it becomes
2: more of an overwhelmed, like, juggling your emotions and yeah. having a handle on it. I don't know where I am. I'm
1: somewhere in the middle. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I know, like, when I was in high school, there would be, like, a lot of like explosions of my emotions mm-hmm. where I'd be, like, crying every day about something where I'd yeah. be, like really angry or like you know also like I feel like fours don't get the credit for this but we also feel happiness really deeply too yeah it's like it's like sadness is like almost crippling sometimes but happiness is like ecstasy like I don't know how to explain it but like it's like those things but now like since being like a a 22 year old versus like a 17 year old I Mm -hmm. can say that like you know sadness like it still feels crippling but like it's easier to know that like it will pass just like from experience now whereas like when you're still young you're kind of like this is the end of the world as we know it Mm -hmm. so
0: yeah do you think that that you guys have a good register of your emotions because like I know some people are like specific I'm not saying this is like a boy girl thing but the person thinking of an example is a boy where he like couldn't even express how he was feeling because it it was just so foreign to him because I guess when like he was a kid like he couldn't really like express his emotions and that was never taught to him Mm -hmm. so it would be like it's like talking to like a two-year-old who doesn't really know how to tell you like I'm sad like they have all these emotions like in them and they just don't even know what to do with it would you say that you guys are emotionally mature Mm
2: -hmm.
0: yes in that area Mm -hmm.
3: for sure I like A lot of the time, I'll get sad, or um, I'll be angry or something, and I just have to tell my friends, I'm like, okay, like, I just need to be sad for, like, a day, and then I'll be okay, Mm -hmm. but, like, you have to let me be sad, Mm -hmm. because, like, if I start getting sad or mad or something, and I can't, like, I don't have the opportunity to, like, either vent or, like, fully feel it, Mm -hmm. then it sticks around with me for a while, and, like, I feel like that's when I get unhealthy. Yeah. So...
2: I'll tell you how I'm feeling honestly all the time. Mm -hmm. I don't have an issue with that at all. And I think that, like, helps a lot with relationships, whether that's, like, friendships, romantic, familial. It helps with Mm -hmm. everything. Um, I don't know. I'd say the same thing. It grows with maturity. Um, But I love to talk, and I love to tell everyone how I'm feeling. (laughs) So if you're one of my friends, you know this. But I call my parents every day and tell them, Exactly how I am. How you're feeling. And exactly how I'm feeling. So they know mm-hmm. all the time. So yeah. geez, I'm pretty good at that.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. This one. I'm so interested. Are you emotionally intense in relationships? Yes. My
1: poor boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how has that
2: affected your relationships? I'm with someone who's really emotionally mature, yeah. and you mm. can talk to me about those things. But even then, like, I'm so intense that sometimes it's like so much, and they're just sitting there and they're like, "What are you talking <laughs> yeah. about?" So I, I don't know. I think that when you find the right person to handle that personality trait, like I found that in my current boyfriend, who was on the other po- the podcast of the boy. <laughs> and, me just exploiting their relationship with yeah. the podcast and. I mean, he's, like, super supportive in that and will give me a lot of, like, he lets me be sad, but we also have really good conversations because Mm -hmm. of that, so it's a negative and a positive. Where has that been in previous relationships? bad. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Was really negative Mm -hmm. in other relationships. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, in my past relationships, like, I feel like, um, I... Like, my boyfriends were awesome, and they were so kind and such good people, but, like, they had... <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but they just, like, they were way more thinkers than feelers, mm-hmm. um, and, like, my boyfriend right now is a thinker, but, like, at the same time, he is a feeler, and he's also very artsy, which I think helps, um, and he, like, Katie's boyfriend will, like, give me my time and stuff, but he'll also kind of, like joke around about it and be like, like, when we have this new thing, if I start crying, which is often, whether it's about <laughs> happiness or sadness or whatever, I'll be like, stop crying you're make my knees hurt. And like, I don't know. So, but yeah, he handles it in a good way. Um. I, just, <laughs> I could be getting myself in some
1: trouble with this one. <laughs> um, But I have learned um, in the last, gosh, almost a year now, how... In my previous relationship that's mm-hmm. in a parenthesis, I guess mm-hmm. um, that I've been a little too emotionally intense for the guys I have decided to date. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say my my previous boyfriend, um, not that he didn't appreciate my emotions, but yeah, he was more of like the motivator to like, you know, if I was sad, like usually when I'm sad I want to sit in the sadness, but mm-hmm. he would try to encourage me to like be positive, get out right. of the sadness, but something that like I think I have a really hard time like communicating to people like that is like it's okay for me to like sit here uh-huh. and be like that uh-huh. and then also I would hold him to that standard yes but I wouldn't really communicate that with him and mm-hmm. I would just say I would be upset if he wasn't if something had happened and he was like upset he wouldn't like just feel what he was feeling he uh-huh. wanted to fix the problem or ignore immediately it. Mm-hmm. or ignore it and so Oh, man, I hope yeah. that no one <laughs> – not airing too much of my, like, last relationship when you but, like, yeah. yeah, it's definitely been, like, a challenge, and I'm trying to, like, learn how to better, like, go about that in mm-hmm. my future relationships. Yeah, so. but in general, do you guys
0: think that while dating, that's, like, a certain quality mm-hmm. cupcake, per se, as we're talking about because piece <laughs> of your batter, if we're going to refer to a previous episode – Um, is that like an aspect of like a person's like batter or like core being that they need to be able to be good with their emotions?
2: I think that I will need that Mm -hmm. in the future. Yeah. Yeah. I've never been able to date anyone successfully obviously until I met my boyfriend (laughs) who's like really emotionally I mean other guys have been emotionally there but like he's very emotionally present all the time and he might not like feel everything the way that I feel but he at least knows what he's feeling, mm. and so that's really important to me. I feel like I deep dive really fast. Mm. If we're just talking about like casual dating, mm-hmm. like literally on my first date with Brayden, we were probably talking about feelings mm-hmm. and like testimonies and things like that because mm-hmm. I don't care about surface level. I'd rather just know yeah. how you're feeling inside. So I think guys get overwhelmed by that really easily. Mm-hmm. Because I love to tell people all my business. Yeah. I'm sure people don't (laughs) like to tell me all of theirs.
0: (laughs) That was great. Okay. You are in your head and very sensitive to criticism.
2: See, I'm the one that's yelling. Mm -hmm. Because I feel the emotions and I want to yell and I want to cry at Mm -hmm. you because if you hurt me, then I'm going to cry. You get to you. sit here and watch me cry. Yeah, but I am really bad with credit. It depends on who it's coming from. Like if it's a close friend that loves me and is genuinely just like, hey, I want this to be better for you. Like great. But if it's from like a professor <laughs> or someone that I really respect, it really, really, really throws me off.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I love a good roast. So like when it comes to that kind of stuff, I feel like I've kind of been good with like I have some people who take sarcasm, like, a little bit too far, but, like, I've kind of learned that that's, like, just, like, their personality, and that's, like, okay, and I think I can take that kind of stuff when it's, like, criticism, like, about who I, like, my character, like, who I actually am as a person, that's kind of harder to overcome for me, because it's, like, I don't really feel like I can just change
0: And also, I feel like that's not a fourth thing. I think everyone can feel that Mm -hmm. deeply, that it's, like, at their core, if someone is coming for your character, or, like, who you are, it's, like, you can't come back from that. Like, that is, like, Mm earth-shattering. Or
1: especially, like, if someone, like, misinterprets something that I've done, and they criticize me for that, because, like, we already feel misunderstood, so, like, you already just did something, like, that's, like, the worst thing you can (laughs) possibly (laughs) (laughs) say. And so that also kind of, like, sucks, is you feel like, I just... That's not at all what I did, but mm-hmm. I don't know how to like change your mind. Either, yeah. So mm-hmm. that is a, that I could I could see
0: how that would be a very <laughs> deep struggle.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You really dwell on the
2: past.
3: Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: I think that's hard to talk about because I think that I read something the other day that said. The past like, determines your present decisions, but you can't let it dictate your future. Mm -hmm. And that really resonated with me because I have gone through a lot of things and they really dictated everything that I've done now. And now I'm kind of like getting over that. And that's mostly because my relationships weren't as healthy as they could have been because I'm thinking about things in the past, like past relationships, things I've gone through. But I do think about, I have a really bad memory. Um, so I don't really think about the happy things in the past. What hits me hardest is like kind of the depressing things that have happened mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. Um, you know, that took a really big, mm-hmm. sad turn, yeah. <laughs> but it's just, I don't, I love to talk to people about my past mm-hmm. and it comes up a lot in conversations, but it's not like, I don't know. Yeah. The past really does impact me and I do think about it mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah.
3: Oh god. No you okay. Um, I think about the past a lot, but I also feel like I think about the future a lot. Um I'm I definitely would classify myself as a dreamer. That sounds so cheesy, but like I like from day one have always um, dreamed about like my wedding and like all that kind of stuff, which is (laughs) like a girl thing to do. Mm -hmm. But like I find myself a lot of times I will be on vacation with my family. Like, for example, I'll be, um, like, a Universal or something, and I'm like, oh, I just want to be in Ireland right now. Or, like, I just want to be in, like, Italy or go to the ranch that we go to. And my family's like, what the heck, Belle? Like, we're on vacation. Mm -hmm. And, like, I don't even realize that I do it sometimes, but I find myself loving living in the present, but at the same time I am really guilty of, like, kind of wishing that i were somewhere else or doing something else um just because like i like i'm just like into the aesthetic at that mm-hmm. moment so you yeah.
0: okay <laughs> you can be self-victimizing and self-destructive
1: don't call me out like that. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Self-victimizing, yes, but I feel like a lot of times my reasoning is justified. <laughs> okay. mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I'm a self-sabotage, like self-destructive. Yeah, so self- I don't think I'm self-destructive. If I am, it's definitely not something that I realize that someone will have to like tell me. It hasn't mm-hmm. happened yet. Yeah. Not. But mm-hmm. like, yeah. So. I self-victimize all the time. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I literally will put myself as the victim for most things. And that's mm-hmm. a problem that I'm trying to figure out in my head. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things going on up there, so I can't yeah work on it all the time. But I think it's easy to put yourself, though, in a position of being the victim. Even yeah. if it's not, like, for big things, like, I'm going to be accountable. Mm-hmm. But, like, for smaller things... Yeah. Like, if someone cuts me off, I'm like, ah, oh, they really wanted to ruin my day right there. <laughs> but, like, it's not, like, actually... No, it was there was no intention. I'm not a victim of no. that. It's just mm-hmm. something that happened. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Okay. I I don't know. I feel like I mean like I feel like I could do it sometimes. Um but yeah, I don't know. I would agree with them. Mm-hmm. But yeah.
0: You feel like you are missing out. On the basic aspects of happiness that other people easily have access to. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Well oh my gosh. <laughs> I literally read that and I'm like,
1: no way. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I was te- I was talking to a friend. We got lunch one day and we were both kind of talking. She's a different number than I am, but she also feels pretty deeply. And she was saying something that was like, isn't it, aren't you ever jealous of how people can just kind of like find happiness just like? like that or like how like things don't bother them as deeply as they bother you and me and i right. was like yes like i don't mm-hmm. because not that happiness is hard to find for me but it's also like i don't know what i'm trying to say i guess it's just like it's so much there's just so much that goes into like truly feeling happy mm-hmm. for me and i feel like also like because i feel so deeply like the negative emotions feel they kind of outweigh the good sometimes or it's like oh like this really crappy thing happened but this one really good thing happened it's like well the crappy thing is ruining my day so that's all yeah. I can really focus on and like other people are kind of like oh yeah that happened but like oh well and yeah. I don't really get how they can just be happy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um
3: yeah I personally like I I feel like with time I've kind of just because, like, I like to do my own thing, I'm just kind of like, oh, I'm not happy right now. I'll just get happy, and so I'll do something that I know, like, is going to make me truly happy or whatever, but, like, when I do that, a lot of the times I don't even realize it, but sometimes, like, I'll step on people's toes, and people will not like the way I go about it, and, like, I, I don't even realize that I do it, but um, I'll just do something just trying to be myself and just do my own thing, and people are like, oh, why aren't you doing this, or, like, why did you do it that way, or blah, 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 and I'm just like, i was just trying to be happy, and then I'll critique myself on that and be like, oh, gosh, like, do they not want me to be happy, or can I not be happy because I just can't go about it in the right Mm -hmm. way or the way that everyone else wants me to, Yeah, so... I think it goes back to envy
2: and, like, mm-hmm. I see mm-hmm. other people and I'm, like, why are they so happy? What do they have that I don't have? Mm-hmm. And also, like, wanting to fill a hole and, like, taking those steps to try to do things and do this thing and then, you know, try something new, try a new hobby, make, make more friends. That's a big thing for me is friends. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like I can never have enough people in my life and enough, yeah. like, I don't know where the stopping point is because I'm never, like, Satisfied. content. Mm-hmm. And then... I have to go back and remind myself that the hole can't be filled by me.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, it just can't be. Yeah.
2: It's God. Like, mm-hmm. straight up. There's no other
1: person that can do that for me. Right. So, it's just, mm-hmm. that's that's how it makes me feel. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is a comparison mm-hmm. issue, for sure. Mm-hmm.
0: Do you view yourself as a deeply flawed person more so than the average person? Yeah. Really? Yes, and mm-hmm. I think it's
2: a self-aware thing of, like, I look mm-hmm. into everything that I do and wonder why I did it that way, and, like, I'll do some one, like, mean thing, or even if it's, like, I'm just kind of sassy, I apologize, like, yeah. literally mm-hmm. over and over and over and over again until mm-hmm. I know, like, I've had to tell my boyfriend not to tell me it's okay to say I forgive you because I can't handle the whole it's okay. Uh-huh. When you say it's okay, I'm like, wait, so I actually did that? mm so, I don't know. Yeah.
3: yeah. I apologize all the time, mm-hmm. too. And, like, I, like, my friends would be like, stop saying sorry. Like, stop it. It's fine. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want you to say sorry. Um, and I feel like also, like, I feel, I feel deeply flawed, but at the same time, because I feel like I'm really in touch with my emotions, I am very perceptive of others and, like, their motivations behind what they're doing. And, like, sometimes I can get kind of a big head because, like, I love psychology, too. And, like, I want to be a nurse. And so, like, I like to study people and, like, why they're doing what they're doing and kind of, like, look at their past as well. And I feel like sometimes I can tend to feel um, almost superior to people just because I'll be Mm -hmm. like, oh, they're, like, an Enneagram 1 and, like, they grew up this way and this is how their parents raised them and, like... That's why they're this way. And I don't mean to have, like, a superior or, like, I'm better than them or anything. And I don't feel like I necessarily do, but I feel like that can it can come across that way sometimes.
0: Mm-hmm. Are you very attached to the things that you're insecure about?
1: Yeah, I think so.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. I agree. I'm really insecure about how much I talk. And I just think about it all the time.
1: And also how much I listen or how much I don't listen. So I think about that a lot. I mean, like, for me, definitely like body image is something that, like, is something I think a lot of people struggle with. Yeah. But for me, it's one of those things where it's like a subconscious throughout my day insecurity. And so that definitely is something that weighs on you after yeah. a while. I also do feel insecure, once again, because I feel things so deeply. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of feel like I can't always – express to someone how something made me feel because they just won't
3: understand and that'll make me feel worse Mm -hmm. so yeah I agree with that especially that last part like I feel like to people I feel really close and comfortable with and who like I know won't judge me or like won't necessarily like leave me or say I'm weird or anything like that like I can fully open up to but people who I don't know as well or anything they'll just be like why are you like why are you like that kind of thing Mm -hmm. so
0: To change it up and make the vibe a little bit more positive. (laughs) What do you love about yourself?
1: (laughs) All I'm saying, but I actually do like that I feel deeply. Yeah, no, for sure. It's an insecurity, but also feels like a superpower. Not to sound like whatever, but to turn it around to like a positive Mm -hmm. aspect. I do think it's good when like you're talking to someone who maybe not maybe doesn't know how to like name what they're feeling or like needs help like navigating that emotion because I mean I feel like I've been able to help like some friends like figure out what's really going on inside not like I'm not by any means a counselor but like it just it helps to know that you can like use the thing that you're insecure about like to help the people around you and also like we do see the world differently yeah at least in our heads we do and like Mm -hmm. to me that's cool So, (laughs) Mm -hmm. Katie I'm really honest
2: and empathetic Mm-hmm. and I think that honesty is really hard to come by in a world where it's like, hey, well, how are you? Mm-hmm. I'm great. How are you? And I'm just like, mm-hmm. yeah, today sucked. Tell me about your day. Yeah. Like, that's just – I think that a lot of people don't walk around being honest about how they're feeling. Mm-hmm. And like you were saying, like, I think it makes connections easier.
1: Yeah.
2: It makes you more inviting to people if you're going to be honest about how
1: mm-hmm. you are. Mm-hmm.
2: Um and I don't know. I think we can help people navigate mm-hmm. through what they're feeling. Just yeah, the authenticity, authenticity mm-hmm. being a four mm-hmm. like kind of mm-hmm. yeah, just kiss. Kiss. <laughs> for
3: sure, for sure. Like, like I said, like most of my friends are kind of thinkers instead of feelers and very like much realist. But like I think that I am good a lot of times at encouraging them. Like, yeah, you need to be real, and yeah, like sometimes it is okay to kind of brush off something but at the same time like you need to sit here and you need to feel your emotion and you need to talk to someone about it Mm -hmm. and I'm like whether that's me or that's God and your prayers or Mm -hmm. um your parents whoever like I I don't think it is healthy whatsoever for someone to hold something in whether it's super big or super small and so like if I can be that person for someone like heck yeah like Mm -hmm. I love that um but that's that's something that I feel like I can really encourage my friends to do mm-hmm. and like going back to your original question like on surface level like I just like being different I like looking at my Instagram and just seeing my posts <laughs> <people laughs> <people laughs> and like I just do like that. I do like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like wearing my outfits and I like I mm-hmm. like being the girl who likes to read and who um just like has all these like different things about her um so I like being that different, unique mm-hmm. kind of person, and for people to, like, see me that way.
2: I also think we're super passionate, yeah, which is something that's not touched on a lot. And so I advocate for people a lot, and I'm very passionate about the things that I am yeah, interested in. Or, like, I intern at an after-school program, and now I'm, like, education! Mm-hmm. And my job is, like, little, I mean, it has stuff to do with education, but mm-hmm. not, like, only education, mm-hmm. it's medical, all the things, and then I'm like, I'm gonna advocate for these girls till I die, like, I mm-hmm. love them, I'm yeah. passionate about them, I'm passionate about everything that I do, I'm gonna put myself in there, like, yeah. full force, mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all are like that,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, That's feel better. better. Yeah. <laughs> it's something I really care about, yes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: yeah, uh, I do that with people a lot, mm-hmm. like, if there's someone who's, like, mean to one of my friends, and, like, I hear about the situation, and, like, I don't like it at all, like, I will say something, Mm -hmm. or, like, I will, like, make it known that, like, I do not like that person, which, like, Mm -hmm. can be kind of rude and mean, like, and I get that, and I'm trying to work on that, but, like, I do feel like I stand up for my people a Mm -hmm.
0: lot,
3: which is something that, like, I'm proud of.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, to wrap things up, do you feel like you fully understand who you are?
1: no no actually no I've had a couple people like this school year assume or like kind of tell me that they're like oh I don't think you're a four I think you're a six Mm -hmm. because I'm a loyal person and I also do (laughs) getting super deep and kind of dark here but like do struggle a little bit with like the abandonment issues I think Mm -hmm. I think it's like kind of like a four if you read yeah Yeah. fours have that here. Mm-hmm. and but because of that I do a lot of things that are like preparing myself for the worst mm-hmm. which is like assumed to be a six quality I think and like that will confuse you because it's like yeah that is something that I feel like a lot of like I haven't heard a lot of fours like expressed but I do think that that's like, something we struggle with and like mm-hmm. yeah aside from that too like and I'm very sure that I'm a four I'm not saying that I think I'm a six on the yeah. four podcast <laughs> but um I think also like like I said earlier like there's just so many parts of us that like we don't really like show the people but I don't even think that we really show ourselves yeah. because mm-hmm. it's there's just I don't know everyone is so complex but like I think really like, in our heads we're just so we see ourselves you're like, extra complex I don't know <laughs> yes. I'm not trying to like claim that yes, we are yeah. but like it just, there's, there's a lot that goes into like how our everyday mm-hmm. looks on the inside if that makes yeah. sense mm-hmm.
3: yeah um Val, you go. I lost my (laughs) thought. I I would say that I, and I guess this is more the wing five too, but like I'm almost so introspective that it's like almost to a fault where like I get confused with my thoughts and like I've tried journaling, but honestly it takes too much time and I get mad because I just, writing down things takes so much time. And so like if there's something about me that I'm like exploring, which I naturally will do, um... I, a lot of times, will talk to myself or, like, talk to one of my friends who I'm really comfortable with about it. But um, I feel like sometimes I am so... just trying to figure out who I am and what I did and other people's motivations behind things, but also, like, kind of kicking myself um, for things that I have done that I just get, like, kind of confused. And when I get confused like that... I just get, like, frustrated and sad. And a lot of times I'll just, like, brush it off, which, like, is not healthy at all. And that's what I don't want other people to do. Um, but, yeah, that's what I was say.
2: I surprise myself every day. <laughs> There's something new that I find out about myself. And I'm like, wow, you really felt that. Like, mm-hmm. you really said that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think I have a good sense of who I am, like, my character. But I don't know if I've figured everything out yet about Mm -hmm. myself and I think that that also goes back to me like longing for something and wanting to be like a certain type of person or a certain person in my future that I'm like oh I can't figure out who I am I'm only 21 I can't do that I still have so much longer to go so I think I kind of just bebop through life but also feel everything really deeply as I'm doing it (laughs) because I agree with the introspectiveness of like thinking about everything but when life gets so busy where we're at, like I feel like junior year has just slammed my life completely down. I don't have time to think about myself as much and like have that like self-awareness and that self-care and that growth that I really need. But then when I have time to sit down and talk about it, it's always like, I feel like this and I did this and I need to grow in this way. And so, yeah, I just surprised myself. Mm -hmm. You never know what you're going to (laughs) get.
3: Christmas break was really good for me because like I know I said like last semester I wasn't healthy and it was because I was just starting nursing classes and like also going through like a breakup and stuff which is like it's fine now um and we're good friends but it's it's hard because I didn't have the time to really sit and I was also dealing with what my other friends thought about what I was doing and how I was handling it and they were in my ear about it which like I'm thankful for them. Um, but I really didn't have time to even figure out who I was, like, without that other person and then without, like, all these other people telling me how to be and what to do and how to handle it. And, like, finally, winter break, I got a break, obviously. And then, um, just, like, got to do art and got to, like, really sit and got to be with my family and stuff like that. Um, and I think that was perfect, just having that time to be able to just being in quiet, um, and be able to think, so, yeah, yeah, what Katie just Mm. said, basically. I like to journal, Mm. opposite of what Belle said,
0: I I love journaling, I I love to sit there and my
2: feelings and write everything down, and I like to go back in my journals and look at where I was, how I was feeling on this certain day, and... That helps me a lot, but also I don't have time to journal right now, so we're kind of in a weird stage of being a four. (laughs) I love
0: it. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on the podcast. You guys are seriously the best. You shared so much, and I am seriously so proud of all of you. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the She's Going Places podcast. If you absolutely loved this week's episode, make sure you go down below and leave us a review. If you want more She's Going Places content, you can go back and binge an older episode or you can go visit at She's Going Places podcast on Instagram or TikTok. Thank you again. Go check out our stickers. I love you. Bye.